The Watch is the latest and the greatest in pop culture from best friends Chris Ryan and Andy Greenwald. Join them as they discuss TV, movies, music, and much more. Check out The Watch on Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. All right, it's official. I think I've discovered the ultimate coupling of all time. Like any good relationship, they really balance each other out. One is super sweet and the other... Well, they can be a little nutty sometimes. It is, of course, Reese's Peanut Butter Cups, the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. So perfect, some would call it true love. Find Reese's now at a store near you. This episode is brought to you by Priceline. When it comes to travel, we all have that happy place, whether it's the beach, ski slopes, couples getaway, or even a visit to that best friend you haven't seen in way too long. And Priceline wants to get you there for a happy price so you never have to miss a trip. For me, my happy place is in the Mediterranean. I think I've mentioned that. Maybe it's why I like Love Island so much because they're right by the Mediterranean. But I just love the feeling of being in the sea and it's just a great sea. And now, thanks to Priceline's VIP family feature, you can go to your happy place more often while earning deals up to five times faster with a group. When one person from the squad travels, everyone gets more deals. And you even get to choose your crew. It doesn't have to be your actual family. It could be your neighbor, your roommate, your mailman, anyone. The more you travel, the more you save. And for me, I'd love to go on a trip to the Mediterranean with friends. In fact, I might be doing that in the near future. I have done it before, And it was really some of the most fun I've ever had. I went to Sicily. We had some great swimming there, me and my friends. Anyway, if you want to have a similar experience, download the Priceline app today to save up to 60% off select hotels and go to your happy price with Priceline. I said, Gabby, will you accept this rose? And she said, I can't. And it was like, in that moment, I just was like, I have to fight. Like, I have to fight. This is someone that I love. And I asked her, I just said, I'm like, you know, can you fight for this? Like, can you just take another step forward with me? And she said, yes. You're you're right, you're in a very tough situation. And, you know, I love you no matter what happens, but you have screwed the pooch, in my opinion. party. I'm Juliette Littman. We are here to discuss what is being billed as the rose ceremony from hell in the most shocking finale ever. I'm here with Callie Curry. Callie, hello. Hello, hello. Jesse Palmer, our number one guy, said several times the rose ceremony from hell like every time he showed up on stage to describe it. That's what he said. And I was thinking about it. It was an hour long rose ceremony, which is like crazy. Oh. It was one hour from the from the beginning of the episode to Gabby finally accepting the rose. And then it was an hour of like Clayton and his family. So how long do you think it actually was? Like two to three hours, like real time. Because it was like 30 minutes of like TV time minus commercials and minus Jesse Palmer. So it probably was like two or three hours real time. I mean, so much happened. I mean, it was wild i cooked up some questions for us to go over tonight because okay let's do it otherwise i just don't even know how we get through all this there's so much i mean before the questions though just like what's your general review of this episode a i thought it was great i was engaged the entire episode two i just came away loving someone i know like stan like wanted to post her picture on my story like i (laughs) 
like I think I was just like if I were her she did the exact thing like there was nothing wrong that she could have done so I was very happy with somebody also I have had Clayton's back we have together on this podcast we have been pro Clayton until very pro Clayton and even in recent weeks like even the Susie stuff I was like yeah it wasn't great it wasn't bad horrific horrific truly awful performance from Clayton tonight which leads me into my first question for us Ugh. number one what was the lowest point by Clayton tonight what was the worst thing that he did and there are so many to choose from I mean for the first time in a while I wrote down a lot of quotes like a lot of them I wrote down nothing and I have some like in my head you're seared in your brain forever like oh lowest point that's tough actually there's a couple points that I'm thinking of it's a it's a hard toss-up for me between it's just whoever I love the most at the end of this. <laughs> which is what he said to Gabby when she was trying to understand what happened and how he was going to make his decision, which she acquitted herself so well throughout the episode, but in that scene in particular. In that moment, amazing. Like how I said, like I think she handled it exactly how I would handle it, but I wouldn't have been able to like communicate the way that she did in that moment me neither she was so calm it was amazing and then the stuff that she said I was like great point I didn't even think about that like when you said it's whoever I love the most when I first heard that I was like oh my god that's definitely not the right answer no and like I don't even know how I would have responded to that and then when Gabby was like I'm just not in the game of competing for love. I was just like, oh my gosh, yes, exactly. This is what she said. She said, I'm just going to love with you. I'm not in the business of competing for love. I just want to be loved for who I am. It was it was so great. Gabby, she had so much power in that moment. It was awesome. A plus. A fucking plus. Her performance made Clayton seem particularly small. But here's some of the other moments that were really bad. That, that oh, was wait, the, wait, wait. The toss-up yes. was between that yes what's the other in what world do you think great idea i'm going to talk to them both together and tell them both i'm at like the situation and that i was intimate with both like have private conversations there has been too many times in bachelor history where something fucked up has happened and they pull someone to the side like this isn't like this has never happened before yes the stuff some stuff that happened on the episode had never happened before but there have been times like this in past episodes where you know I'm gonna pull one aside talk to that person because then also when they both ran away I was like yeah who are you gonna go after Clayton you can't go after yeah. anyone because you <laughs> fucked this all up and he sat alone on the stairs exactly until he went to them one by one but I thought another really really low moment was when he said <laughs> All the other love, it was real, but it ends there. It just means I have a stronger love with somebody else. Like when he was trying to explain how love ends, it's just like. Yeah, that's not how it works. Over and over again, he kept like invoking love. Like I love the way that love that I have with you is not the same that I have love that I have with her. At no point did it occur to him that maybe this isn't love. Like I just wanted to be like, dude, you just have feelings, but not all feelings are love and that they can be strong. <laughs> and that's another reason why Gabby was so great. Cause she was like, why wouldn't you just save it? Yeah. Like, don't tell us, which is what 99% of the other people do that are on this show. The only thing that I guess I'll give Clayton, which like I still don't because he's 
still fucked it up. Like when he kept talking about love and like his feelings and how it's all different. I was just and then like at one point he was like being in in love is different than love and (laughs) falling in love. And I was like, yeah, bro, there's no fucking difference. And you're proving my point. So like I get it. You don't know where the fuck you're at. But then why did you tell people you were falling? And then he never told them he was in love. He said I was falling. And then this episode, he was like, yeah, I, I was falling. I am in love. I'm in love. I still I did love you and I still love you. <laughs> he said love so many times. Honestly, we should get a counter on that because it, it was a love vomit. It's a great point. There was two words. I, I was like, oh, I should be counting these. We'll do it for tomorrow, maybe. One was Jesse Palmer saying brother. He said brother a lot tonight. I loved it. I would like to know how many times he said brother this entire season because brother is a so go-to many. for Jesse. It's like it, it really is. I, I loved it, though. And then you're right. It was a, a love vomit. But to your point about why did Clayton talk to them together, everyone knew that was a bad idea as typified by Jesse. Jesse, when when Clayton was explaining what he wanted to do when they were sitting on the bench after Clayton went to church by himself and somehow found some Icelandic choir. By the way, what the fuck? (laughs) I don't know how they set that up. When it started, I was like, what's happening? I was just confused because if he hadn't been dumped by Susie, was he going to go to church with someone like as part of a date? Like, I don't understand where that choir came from. Was that supposed to be part of something else? Like, I just found that very confusing. So... I, d- I don't know what that was. He also seemed like really happy in church. So I was like, oh, maybe this is just his happy place. But he was like smiling and enjoying himself. Anyway, after that, when he's sitting on the bench with Jesse, Jesse is like <laughs> so stupefied by what he wants to do. And Jesse just was like looking at him like, are you sure? And Jesse was like, so you understand that this could go really wrong. And Clayton's like, yeah, but I have to do it. And Jesse was like, okay, you've made your decision. It was, it was so, it was so funny. I loved it. I just like want to know, was it production being like, great idea. Let's do it. I'm sure if he said that their eyes lit up. Yeah. They're like, bad idea. Oh my God. Go for it. (laughs) Thank you so much for giving us this. Also, the space that they picked was so dramatic. The way that like the voices were echoing. All of it. The lighting was incredible. It it really delivered. Also, we all know Clayton can't really like speak. So he no. was like going up there with his coach talk. Seriously. And like the moment he started talking, I was just like, oh, my God. Awesome television. Awesome television. It was very compelling. I think it's been a little bit overblown at this point. Well, OK, but that's because every freaking first of all do you know what i feel like it was nick vial no there were so many people that commented serena Serena, commented becca commented um someone else i can't remember but you know when someone announces they're pregnant Uh on instagram and people are like so happy i was keeping this secret and it's just like (laughs) why can't you just say congratulations like why do you want everyone to know that you're in that you knew before everyone else right i i agree that's what this felt like this was like nick was like i already watched it serena was like i watched both parts and i'm just like we get it i know serena's like we're podcasting today so i watched both parts and it's crazy and then after tonight's episode nick who made a good point which we'll come back to but nick then tweeted tomorrow night's even crazier and it's like we get it dude you've seen it you are on the show you were the bachelor and i i find like that like just to be too much and maybe i'm just jealous i'm just salty as a fellow as a fellow bachelor professional (laughs) but i just found it irritating i'm not irritated that he saw it early it's more so like 
we, Me neither. we all assumed you probably saw it early. You don't need to tell us. Right. And then if it was only him, I probably would have not even thought about it. Like he did it first and it made me want to watch it. Right. But then like five other people tweeted the exact same thing. And I was just like, okay, this is becoming a thing now where you guys want to tell us you saw it before everyone else. Right. To like prove you're part of the inside of Bachelor Nation. By the way, I hope if you've been listening to this podcast, you know, I am a huge Nick fan. So it's not that I like dislike him. I just thought that after he did it and everyone else did it, I was just like, ugh, we get it. That leads me to my second question, which is what was the best point that someone made tonight? And I think Nick is in the running because Nick, when talking to Jesse Palmer, was like, Jesse was asking for uh, Nick and Claire and Michelle's response uh, responses to like what had happened at the rose ceremony from hell. And Nick's point was that Clayton insisted on being like brutally honest and like telling them the truth to a fault. And Nick's point was he didn't even tell them the truth because he didn't say, I told Susie I was in love with her and I was going to pick her. And she said, no, like he left out the part that he was going to pick her when telling Gabby and Rachel. Yeah. I don't think she said that though, but, he was like, it was going to be you. He didn't say it. No, not a, a directly, but I think that was the implication. It felt that way for sure. Yes, it felt absolutely. that way. But the reason why I gave him a break on the whole sex with the other two was because I was like, I don't think he knew. I think he maybe thought it's probably Susie, but who knows? Well, he clearly, he clearly doesn't know. But that brings me to another great point from our girl, Gabby. We have barely talked about Rachel. We got to talk about her. But Gabby makes it clear that she actually doesn't care that Clayton had sex. Or maybe she, maybe she's not that she doesn't care, but she's not that impacted by him sleeping with both of them. It did not seem to face her at all. She was just like, what does it mean when you say that I'm, that you're in love with me versus everyone else? And she was saying how like no longer felt special. And I just thought that like, she's shown so much maturity and like level headedness throughout this. I was like, yeah, great point. Also clearly very confident. And like, you know, she was mad that he undercut what they had. And I thought that was like a really good point. For sure. I think Gabby by far like made so many. There was so many times where I was like, <laughs> yes, exactly. Like, I also think that like somehow and even by both of us, somehow Gabby is extremely underrated in her intelligence. Yeah. The way she speaks undercuts how smart she actually is and i think she's quite smart the fact that her grandpa called her a lovable dingbat which i know that he meant in like the best way possible i'm like sure she is like a little loopy or whatever but she's fucking smart she is no one that's not smart can talk like that and can express their feelings the way that she articulated all of that was so impressive i totally agree and she really kept it together which is why i found it so disappointing that she ended up accepting a rose. I'm just like, why? Yeah. And I couldn't really understand how he convinced her either. I felt like that was like cut out. I would like to know the time between she said no and between she says yes, because it's gotta be like an hour. I feel like there was, yeah. And I feel like there was probably, it wasn't just Clayton. I feel like there was a lot of Producers, interference. Yeah. 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 Because even when she took the rose, you could tell that she was like, eh, about it. Totally. Which this isn't the best point, but the best facial expression anyone made was when Rachel realized she was the last one by default and she like throws her head up and she looks at the sky and I was like, oh, poor Rachel. I felt really bad for her because she seems the most affected. Yeah. I was going to say the most in it, but like her sobbing like face down on the stairs was 
I don't think it was like a dramatic touch. I think it's how she was really feeling. Well, I mean, she cried so much. Like it wasn't, I don't think it was dramatic. I think she's a crier. She cried her makeup off. Like I thought she looked beautiful, that makeup, by the way. I was just like, did she wash it off? Because her mascara is not running. I was so confused, but she came back without makeup. Also, she's like a Kim Kardashian crier. What does that mean? Someone who's so pretty doesn't make the best crying face. Yeah, I think it's also sort of like very much... um like uh, the the eyes are very dramatic in that kind of crying. Yeah. Callie's been making the face right now. <laughs> yeah. I like, I feel like it wasn't a pretty cry, which, you know, all of us have like the ugly cry days, but like, it wasn't like a, I'm trying to be cute cry. Like she was breaking down. She also said one of my, like one of the worst points of the night, which I was just like, Oh, she's so indoctrinated. And she said, he's in love with two other people, not just falling in love with two other people. And I was just like, Rachel, there's not the, the difference yeah like just buy, the same thing, girl. buying into the lingo is just so so stupid but you know she wasn't as eloquent as as gabby we can't all be i think very few people are yeah i mean i wouldn't way. be in that situation especially going through this gabby did a really good job expressing herself at every turn i think rachel did a pretty good job you know gabby's elite but rachel rachel got her point across she just like what was her point i don't know if she got her point across i think that she was so upset rightfully so like i think there's two kind of people maybe there's three but these are the two that i have on the top of my head there's a person that can like be super hurt and like process it all Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. that seems to be gabby and then there's people that are only reacting emotionally right now right and that's in moments like that and that's rachel so, like, I don't know if she got her point across. I think she was so emotional. This is a really good, interesting point, though, because I actually think Susie is a third, which is she kind of shut down. Like, Susie didn't really, like, they just sort of, like, went in circles. But Susie, in her fight or confrontation with Clayton, whatever, just kind of, like, kept saying things over and over again. And she didn't really seem like she was processing that much, but she would, like, stayed very, like, stony. And I think, that, like, there's, like, a real spectrum there. I think... Susie knew had decided. Yes. It, I don't think that there was anything that Clayton could have said. Yeah. To change her mind in that at that dinner. And then he made it way worse by freaking out on her. Oh yeah, I mean that was that was bad. But I think that she just like stuck to the talking points that she wrote for herself. Like I don't care what he says, like I'm sticking to my values and this is what I believe in and I'm not folding. I can't compromise. I agree with that and she and that's basically what happened. Gabby once again a few more Gabby highlights when she was like can you explain to me what happened because she said not having Susie here is concerning to me and then she asked him to explain like what happened the night before to send him into this tailspin and then he starts like trying to explain how he had sex with both her and Rachel and she was like yeah you don't have to tell me everything it's fine (laughs) that was so funny too (laughs) I got it she cut she did that a few times where she was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. OK, well, let me be honest. Let me like she said, like, let me level mm-hmm. with you. Like, let me keep it real with you. Like she was very much like, I don't need any of the flowery shit right now. Yeah. Like, tell me what this is. If you don't love me anymore, tell me you don't love me anymore. Like or if you never loved me, right. say that. Like she just wanted real and she wasn't going to get it. But I think. I don't know if Clayton knows. Clayton is just so dumb. I couldn't believe how dumb everything he did was. And like, just like, it didn't make sense. The telling them at the same time was so, it's just so cruel, bad because if he cared about them, he would want them to feel individually important to them. And like, 
he's clearly not looking to like find a relationship. He's just finding looking for someone to like be obsessed with him. Basically. I just can't understand the decision. Me neither. It's so rude. Like, how did he get there? I don't know. And I don't, you know, I'm surprised they weren't more mad at him for that, but those women really like each other. Like when Gabby came back and Rachel was like, she apologized to her for making her wait. And Rachel's like, no, are you okay? And they hugged like, and they were sad. Susie's gone. I think they're just good people. Yeah, I think so too. And they're like, they don't seem competitive. They just like want to find love genuinely. It's kind of sweet, which makes what Clayton did even worse. Sad. Yeah. Yeah. I, it seems like they're both genuine. I don't know about Susie. Um, and she could be, I'm saying, I don't know. Cause this episode just didn't show us, but like, it seemed like, both of them actually wanted to like be with someone and marry someone, which I honestly like didn't know that that's how Gabby Me felt. It's a good point. But the way she handled this, I also think just because she wasn't crying, like I do think she was, I mean, I think she cried a little bit, but like because she wasn't breaking down, like I actually think she cared a lot. Yeah. Oh, definitely. And was trying to like figure it out. Yeah. She tried really hard with his parents, like trying to prove a point that she was, she was really in it before we get to the parents, just more on Rachel for a second. If I were her, I would be like, what happened here? Like I would just need to know like what happened because he was clearly picking her for a long time. She was definitely the front runner. So if I were her, I'd be like, what changed? Like what happened to our connection? That's not my question. My question is, what the fuck did you say to Gabby to get her back here? Did you tell her she was going to win? <laughs> That's a great point. That's a, I didn't think about that. Like you just convinced her to come back here. So you're not convinced that I'm the person for you. Why did you right. need to convince her to come back? It's pretty weird that they both went forward with it. I mean, I felt really bad for Rachel when she was the last one standing by default. And I was just like, God, that's so embarrassing. But yeah, it's a really shitty position to be in. Do you think she would have said yes? I think she would have explored it. Yeah, I think she would have too. She really wants this to work out. It's very sad. (laughs) I think on the scale of love, which, you know, they like to talk about a lot. It seems like Rachel was balls to the wall, like head over heels, balls deep into Clayton. Gabby seems like she was very into him. And I think she could have seen a future with him and probably would have said yes to a proposal. But I think she's too. It seems like she's like very like pragmatic logical like putting pieces together yeah i think she would have said yes but i think that she was more like cautious and rachel like jumped off of a cliff into the clayton (laughs) pond (laughs) she jumped into the pond where they sat on the dock together in houston by the way i think prior to getting married i think i was somewhere in the middle i like to think that i was more like gabby but i probably was more like rachel just like wanted it to happen like wanted it to happen but like would just like meet someone and be like oh in love. And then when it ended, I'd be like, ugh. Sure. Oh, yeah. Some people fall hard. I definitely fall hard. Like, I all only can see the good things. I, like, imagine a, few, a long future together. Like, this is what's going to be like. Yeah. And then, you know, obviously it always falls apart. And then I'm, I'm a big what happened here. I'm like, I need to have, like, a postmortem to understand to move on. That's why I'm like, Rachel, please ask. Yeah, I'm so interested. So interested. Yeah, like. What didn't we see that convinced Gabby to stay? Because that was honestly, I was shocked when she came back and really, and like I said before, disappointed because, you know, beforehand, they're like so many things happen, blah, 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 blah. You've no one's guessed it, whatever, which by the way, I did guess it. Thank you. (laughs) But I thought when Gabby came back, Rachel was going to be like, uh, all right, well, if you convinced her to come back, I'm out. I know. Like, why are they still giving him the benefit of the doubt? Like I, 
I, I find it so bizarre. They both still wanted to meet his parents and, and the way that they were talking, you know, maybe this is just for production, but it seems so scattered. I don't think so. Like Susie broke up with him on night one, like just starting from scratch, you know, Susie breaks up with him on Monday, the rose ceremony from hell is on Tuesday. And then it seems like Gabby's meeting the parents on Wednesday. Like it's just moving really fast. And maybe there was like an extra day in between or something, but Gabby didn't, well, didn't even seem awkward with Clayton and seemed like she was trying to prove to his parents, like how much she was into him. I didn't feel it from Gabby. I felt it from Rachel. I felt like Gabby was very like, what the fuck is going on? Like, I like this dude. Am I really doing this? Like, I felt like she was still hesitant, but I think she's just such I a think great, that's her. Her, her, the yeah, I think her parents were very like, she's so funny. She has a good sense of humor. So I was like, okay, she must've been like opening up more than what we saw. But I could tell that Gabby was still very like, uh, I don't know about this. And Rachel was like, I hope I'm the one in the end. She was like pouring it on. And I was just like, whoa, how are you back to this place? I know. I don't get it either. Especially for Rachel, knowing that that Gabby met the parents first. Like, again, I just you have to wonder, like, if it's if he's treating like a competition, you like then you internalize it that way. Who is your MVP of the episode? Gabby's off the table. Well, obviously everyone, it's Clayton's dad. It's Clayton's dad. He was amazing, but <laughs> we'll come back to him. My honorable mention, Gabby, number one, Clayton's dad, number two, number three, that fake ice sculpture pedestal that they had the roses <laughs> on. That was next to Clayton that we saw so much of. I was just like, that didn't melt. Didn't melt. Clearly wasn't ice. It was like just so prominent in so many shots. Then I don't think we've ever seen a bachelor standing alone this much before. And it was really emphasized for me by how much that stupid fake ice sculpture was next to him. Also, he was just standing there in silence with his head down. Like, I was like, this is so weird. And they kept showing him like, I'm like, you're not going to move. You're not going to talk to producers. You're just going to stand there. The worst thing about Clayton is that he just he, he seems to like have turned himself into a victim in this. Yeah. OK. Yes. I'm not on Clayton's side anymore. Just to be clear. <laughs> I still don't think he's a bad guy. I Me think neither. He I think he's immature. In over his head. Yes. Like, couldn't process his feelings. Couldn't communicate his feelings. Couldn't even understand, like, what was happening. Like, he was out of his league. He also is not worthy of these women. Even Rachel, who I like significantly less than Gabby, just because Gabby's so great. Gabby's a star. I like Rachel. I actually really like Rachel and her her TikTok made me like her more. She, she cried an enormous amount and I felt bad for her. (laughs) Yeah. I feel, I feel really bad for her. I liked Gabby. I felt bad for Rachel. Like Gabby to me, I was like, Gabby's going to be fine. She's like, wow. She's awesome. Going to have a great life. Yeah. I came away from the episode. Like Gabby is totally fine. She's a star. She deserves her own show. She needs to be the bachelorette. I would sign up to watch that 10 times over. I, absolutely love Gabby and I think that she does not get the credit that she deserves even though we both loved her before this and it's like a whole new world for Gabby like I'm just like I love you 10 times more than I did before and Rachel I was just like fuck we gotta get you in a room with Gabby I think I think we need to interview her (laughs) seriously she deserves everything all right well Rachel Rachel I was like fuck it's just sad she really wants this. So sad. She wants it. So and sad. It's, it's not not good. I'm hoping that she wants love and not Clayton because she's not going to get Clayton. I think she does want love and not Clayton. I think she wants it to be Clayton because he's there. 
but I, I don't think it's actually him. He's there and he's been a good guy. So she's like, you know, whatever. She definitely has like a performative aspect to her. Like to your point where she was like pouring it on with his family. I don't even know where that came from, but she was like so smiley. She was like speaking the language of the bachelor again. Like she just wants this to work out for whatever reason. I mean, I guess that's why you go on the show because you want it to work out, but she seems so committed to it, even though he doesn't deserve it. Cause what I was about to say is like, he has really turned himself into the victim and like the way that he talks about it with his family when he's like ultimately comes back around to it wanting to be Susie. He just doesn't know how to express like what's gone on, but he's like, I didn't ever want to communicate. I never wanted to happen this way. I can't believe this is how things went. Like he acts like this all happened to him, but it happened because of him by him. His mom was just, I felt like her facial expressions were just like, what son? She's like, you can't be in love with all three of them. Like, what are you talking about? This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. All right, it's official. I think I've discovered the ultimate coupling of all time. Like any good relationship, they really balance each other out. One is super sweet, and the other, well, they can be a little nutty sometimes. It is, of course, Reese's Peanut Butter Cups, the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. So perfect, some would call it true love. Find Reese's now at a store near you. This episode is brought to you by eBay Authenticity Guarantee. eBay knows that when it comes to jewelry, authenticity is the real gem. When you see the blue check mark that says Authenticity Guarantee, it means your next piece will be carefully inspired by jewelry experts and will always be worth its weight in gold. Whether you're looking to make a statement or build the perfect everyday look, eBay is making sure you get the real deal. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that jaw-dropping piece will always arrive jaw-droppingly real. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. This episode is brought to you by State Farm. You might say all kinds of stuff when things go wrong, but these are the words you really need to remember. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. They've got options to fit your unique insurance needs, meaning you can talk to your agent to choose the coverage you need, have coverage options to protect the things you value most, file a claim right on the State Farm mobile app, and even reach a real person when you need to talk to someone. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. I wish someone had said to him, Clayton, define love. Like, what does it mean to be in love to you? Because he clearly doesn't know. He just thinks like strong feelings is love. And I don't think it is. At least I, that's not how I would define it. How would you define love? Me? Super. Yeah. I'm really interested. <laughs> I don't know. I'm not the bachelor of the bachelorette. Don't put me on the spot. <laughs> I was thinking about it. I was like, yeah, define love. And then I was like, how the fuck do you define love? Like, it is hard. I'm sure Gabby could explain it to us. We need to get her on here. I agree. It's hard. But I think when you're in love, it's specific to the relationship you're in. And it's like, it's like for the reason why people want to write their own vows for their weddings, right? <laughs> Which I'm not in favor Me of. either. But it's specific to their relationship together and like how they build something together. And Clayton, I think, was trying to get at that, being like, my love with you is nothing like my love with her. Okay, but then do you think you can fall in love with some somebody that like you've spent 45 minutes with? I don't think so. But I think you can like feel a connection that you want to pursue. Hot take bachelors in paradise is a better setup to find love yeah you get to spend way more time together and it's like casual and relaxed way more and normal you're around other people you get to see someone like with friends yeah oh yeah and how they act with other pretty girls it's not a hot take that's just how it is women sorry (laughs) 
It's de- no, it's definitely true. I mean, I think that you can have like a really significant connection and like feel it instantly or like, you know, at like a party or at a bar or whatever. But like, is that love? Is it- That's chemistry. Yeah. But that's a found that's like important foundation. For sure. But like there's so many more things to love. And then like the older that you are, like the things that you value change. This is very morbid. Okay. I realize this before I say this. The older you get, the more trauma or like traumatic things are going to happen in your life. You're going to experience way more loss. Yes, absolutely. And like you have to have someone that you feel confident going through extremely hard times with. You know, I think Vanessa Lachey was trying to get at that in the Love is Blind reunion when she was saying that Nick would stand by her at all times. No, but in all seriousness, it's totally true. Like you need to also feel comfortable like grieving like that's like a really yeah. like tough emotion to work through and like you have to feel comfortable around someone to to process it together you have to have someone that will support you through whatever it is because there's all different forms of loss and like even like like this is not a little thing at all but like things that you don't even think about like if it's harder to have a baby like you right. need someone that's going to be willing to go through that with you if right. something happens to one of your parents if something happens to one of your kids if something happens to your job like there's just the older you get those things weigh so much more. And like, I just, how do you know that after this experience? Well, moreover, how do you see what, how Clayton behaved if you're Rachel or Gabby and you're like, yeah, that's the guy who's going to stand by me when my mom dies. Also like you don't even know how, how someone's going to act to like wait at a restaurant because like, <laughs> no, it's really true. How people treat servers is really important to me. Like you better be kind as fuck. Yeah. And like on this show, you're not going to see that. I would be so turned off if I went to dinner with someone and there was like a little bit of a wait and they were, they had a bad attitude or like the, the waiter fucked up something, but like you can ask someone to change an order and be super yeah, nice course. about it. Like, I couldn't deal with an asshole to anyone or like even someone who like doesn't acknowledge people. Like it's just so much easier being nice to everyone. Of course. It's also like the right thing to do. I think you can accept that you're not going to know those things if you go on the show. Right. And you're like, okay, we'll get engaged. You have to. Yeah, We'll get engaged maybe. And we'll just date and see how it goes. A, that's why a lot of these couples break up, obviously. But B, like you can accept that. But this just gets back to what I said before. Like, how do you look at how Clayton has behaved and been like, yeah, that's someone who I can trust and like want to, I know he'll be standing next to me when the worst thing happens, the worst thing possible happens. Like he'll be there for me. Like, no, he won't. He's the, one of the worst things about his performance this last two weeks is he's just so selfish. Like he's not thinking at all about how he's impacting other women. And like when he's trying to convince them to stay, it's not because he like, it's because he says he doesn't know if he's going to have a future with them, but for himself, he does, he's not ready to rule it out and has nothing to do with how they feel. I feel like he thought about this journey mm-hmm. and it's very much like I'm the bachelor, not you. Yeah. So it's all about me finding love. This, this whole show is about me finding love, which it is, but you can consider the people's like that you supposedly loves feelings. Yeah, that's what Jesse had to say to him these women are hurting brother. And he had to like point it out. (laughs) (laughs) I also think Gabby also like was saying like, you did not consider our feelings at all. It was, I like that they like each other. Also, this was not brought up at all. Shockingly to me. I wonder if it'll get brought up tomorrow. Um, 
Yeah, I don't want you telling the entire fucking world that we fucked. I know. <laughs> Keep it private, dude. <laughs> like, not only did you tell Susie when you didn't ask me if it was okay for you to tell Susie, but you're also saying it on TV multiple times. You keep saying he's it, ruined the word intimate. Like I can never hear that word again. <laughs> I have been intimate with both of you. Like I can't, I cannot. <laughs> also, yeah, not even the whole world, but like Rachel's her friend. Like maybe she and, and Gabby's her friend. Maybe the women would like to tell each other in their own way on their own time. Or don't. I don't need to fucking know. Let's not talk about it. I, agree. I don't like. Yeah, we're Eskimo sisters. Okay, <laughs> let's pound it up and keep it moving. <laughs> Let's talk about Clayton's family, which we keep circling. His dad was amazing. His dad's like one of the most practical parents. I think all of them were. They they were were awesome. I also thought his brothers were very cute. Oh, I didn't think about that till right now. One of them, his voice sounds exactly like Clayton. And oh, I thought you were going to say one of them slid. Yeah, in the DMs. and then one of them slid in Teddy's DMs, and I, I would love to know which one it was. I, I hope we find out. Maybe tomorrow they'll reveal it or something. Did they say younger brother, or did I make that up? Um, well, I think they're both younger, if I, if I remember oh, correctly. Okay. But I, I thought they were, they were cute, and I just like loved how his dad was like so direct. Like when Clayton was explaining why Susie left, his dad's response was, "Makes sense," and that was it. He was just like, "Okay, you really sense. screwed the pooch." <laughs> I loved it. Everything he said, he was like, you, you can't be in love with all three of them. Like, this doesn't make sense. Like, how do you think they're supposed to feel? Like, he was very like, what the hell is going on? Top tier normal family. Yeah. I love which them. Which makes me think, because I'm trying to give Clayton any fucking benefit of the doubt that I can, mm-hmm. which is not many. There's not many. Makes me think you weren't built for this, Clayton. No. Let's get one of his brothers on the show instead. like maybe he is and can be a good partner but this this platform wasn't for him i also got the impression that his mom was like wow this is so ridiculous like she just clearly thought it was a really dumb thing to be doing so (laughs) she was like entertaining all the conversations but she just didn't really want to be there when she was talking to the women she was i felt like she was just like what the fuck am i doing here yeah she was like he seems happy which is like does he are you sure (laughs) And then I can't believe he went through all of that and fu- just where he ends his day with Rachel. Fu- again, poor Rachel. It's like the nail in the coffin is like I've spent the whole day with Rachel and my family. And here I am sit- sitting here thinking about Susie. And it's just like, dude, did you have to go through all this? No, that's my thing. I'm like, OK, the way the episode ended, I was just like, you're telling me that you had no idea it was Susie before this. There's just no fucking way. There's no way. He clearly did. And he just wanted to go through the motions for himself. It was real rough. Real, real, real rough. But I don't even know how he'll break up with them. But (laughs) can't imagine it's going to go well. Can't imagine it's going to go well. Yeah, no, it's not going to go well. He won't be able to communicate. He. I actually feel especially bad for Rachel because she is not going to take that well. And by the way, I would not either i would be pissed i would be furious i would be so hurt that you continued to put me through this knowing that it was Susie when i when we had such a dramatic rose ceremony and like you introduced me to your parents we went through all of this and you're still just like sorry it's actually not you and it's like clayton says to them at one point i know there's light at the end of the tunnel i don't know how it's gonna be over or i don't know how it's gonna end but there's light at the end of the tunnel it's just like dude that's just like for you like you're like yeah this is almost over and i'll get to pick someone for the people that you don't pick, there's not light at the end of the tunnel. It's like just like a sad puddle of tears waiting for them. 
and he's just he sucks i just like can't imagine convincing someone to come back and not knowing that it's them like when he convinced gabby to come back i was like oh it has to be her only for it not to be her yeah it should have been the end of the show it's like oh it's gabby like gabby stay because it's you but I don't know why she came back. I guess she just wanted to believe in the process. I mean, she really reluctantly came back. So I feel like they kind of convinced her into it. And I don't think she fully believed in it. I thought she looked amazing in her dress tonight. I was like distracted by it. I was like, wow, she looks. I don't, the orange? Yeah. Like I thought it was a hideous dress. But like. Sh- or like bronze. It was like. A, it was like a rust color. Yeah. Rust. She. I thought it was a hideous dress. It looked really cheap. But she looked amazing in it. I was like, wow, she just got like a banging body. She did. On the flip side, Rachel's dress did not look cheap. But it looked like very like old, like old fashioned. It wasn't great. I was also thinking how skinny they must both be in person because it looked so, so thin on TV. And I was just like, wow. I mean, I think they're both very pretty. This is a very pretty group. Susie's pretty too. I thought I also like, I think. Oh my gosh. Yeah. They're all, they're all really pretty. And I don't know. Poor Rachel. I just, she's the biggest loser of the evening. I feel so bad for her. I mean, other than Clayton, but he did it to himself. I just not that I don't feel bad for Gabby because it's almost even worse that she was like, you know what? I'm out. And he convinced know, her to come back, came back, giving her hope, which maybe that's why she came back. I'm sure she was like, okay, if he's going this hard, it must be me. Yeah, I know. Because why else would he do that? Just for himself? Which is exactly. Yes, that's what that's why he did it. Like, I, I do feel bad for her, but it's just that like she just. Which, you know, it's not fair to her because I feel like, you know, they always say, like, check on your strongest friend or whatever. But, like, she just seems so okay and strong that I'm like, she's fine. Which maybe she's not. Rachel, we know she's not. (laughs) It's true. (laughs) She's really not. But, like, it's really not okay for either of them. And, like, I get that he, like, I understand why Clayton did it. But, like, I can't get how he thought it was okay. I know. If you weren't 100% sure it was Gabby, why the fuck did you ask her to come back? I don't know because he's just selfish. There's no there's no other explanation. I don't know. He wanted to be able to just choose whoever he wanted to choose. He wanted to have his options. He wanted to have like the fairy tale ending of the show. And I'm I the whole time I have felt that he's like never really been pursued by women before. So he probably just wanted this to be like as good as possible. And he, I'm sure he got slipped up in it. So right now... What do you, you still think? Clay I, do. I do. I don't, I don't know how, how anyone watches this show, this wreckage. And you think that he's dating someone, but, but Jesse, I don't think he's a bad no, guy. No, me neither. He just has, he's got a lot to learn. I don't think he's a bad guy. He's not like Juan Pablo, who, who I think was a dick. Yeah. Huge. Wait, by the way, huge difference. Yeah. Huge difference. Juan Pablo was like cruel and like just sort of really callous. Clayton's selfish and dumb. Like he's making bad decisions and unaware. Yeah. Unaware. Do you think people will hate Clayton more than Juan Pablo? Juan Pablo was hated. No, I hope not. I don't hate Clayton at all. Me neither. He just really screwed up. As his dad said, he screwed the pooch. Yeah. I think he screwed up and I think he hurt people that didn't deserve. I think he hurt them in a way that they didn't deserve to be hurt. They signed up to go on a show and they knew there was a possibility for him, for them to lose. That's totally fine. The way he went about it was horrific. Yeah. It's really exacerbated. Yeah. He made it so much worse than it had to be. And I just don't think, I think he was in over his head. I don't think he was capable of communicating the way that he should have communicated. Question. So Jesse kept teasing. No one knows how it's going to end. Not even Clayton. So first of all, there were so many shots of Jesse just sitting alone on the stage tonight that were so funny. I just like obsessed with him. I also just wonder what, 
like I want to know what he really thinks about all Jesse? of it. Jesse? This episode like particularly I felt like he was just like he clearly disapproved. Right. He clearly he, yeah. he clearly <laughs> it was all on his face. He didn't say it, but he clearly disapproved. But so he kept teasing that Clayton doesn't know how it's going to end. So maybe he's like on and off with one of them and this that's that's kind of what happened with Peter's season. They're like Peter doesn't know how it's going to end because him and Madison were like kind of talking maybe, but he was also like dating Kelly, I don't know. So maybe he's talking to one of them, but like they're not together. It has to be well, I would say Susie. Well, it's Susie or TikTok. Gabby. Right? I mean, Gabby. I don't know. Just you think it's Gabby? I think he's so not into Rachel. I think he really was. And then something flipped. I think it has to just be Susie. I don't think it's Rachel, I guess. And I don't think it's Gabby. There's no chance Gabby's back. No, it has to be on and off with Suze. Because like he didn't do anything to Susie. So like maybe it's Susie... like, you know, lose yeah, yeah, the her. freak out, the yeah. freak out. But I think maybe I think you can get past that. I think if Susie can get past him sleeping with other people, and I'm sure like, you know, they, she's probably heard the opinions of a million people at this point, including us. <laughs> um, so maybe it is Susie, but otherwise he's single. Well, we'll find out tomorrow. We'll be back tomorrow night. I hope Clayton's family is there for the live show tomorrow. We are going to try to get Gabby on this podcast as previously discussed this evening. Please. Thank you to Chris Sutton for producing this episode. Thank you to Callie for joining me. And thank you all for listening. We'll be back tomorrow. Late night tomorrow. Bye-bye.